what Scott Powell and um, Scott, you're one of those that um, when I watch your humility and you know you're pretty quiet until when you're not, and every time you pray for those and just I'm I'm encouraged by how you honor other people and how you live a quiet life and you mind your business and you work with your hands. And it's just, um, I wanted to tell you before we get started how I'm encouraged by that and um, how you've served this church over the years and usually behind the scenes don't need to be seen Mm -mm. because you do it for the Father. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to tell you thank you because I see you and it encourages me. My little boy sees it. And so um, I love your family so much. And I'm so thankful that you're sitting here with us on my story and that you're going to share a little bit about what the Father's put on your heart. So I'm going to be quiet and let you get started. Yeah, just um, just thinking back. Um, so I got saved when I was 15. So I came here in 90, in, uh, in 89, I think beginning of 90. So anyway, just had a lot of great teachers uh, coming up through here. Um, from uh, Mr. Ed, even Mr. Uh, Leonard Mitchell, yeah, um, Miss Debbie, of course Rodney, mm-hmm. uh, you know Brother Wayne, just some great, great you know teachers uh, coming up, which led into me teaching Sunday school, mm-hmm. you know, for like Josh and Zach, mm-hmm. their class, and coming up through with them and. As they moved up, Rodney would move me up in age. So, so we did that, and um, I don't know. It was just God's been really good. Um, you know his his goodness has has been a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, for all throughout. Um, I can look <laughs> back over, you know, my whole life now and really say God's goodness mm-hmm. uh, just in everything. Really, so. Heard some messages, I don't know, probably 15, 16, 17 years ago. And it was on God's goodness, just how good the Father is. And if we could ever grasp just how good He really is, most of us don't, you know. But if we could ever get a little grasp of just really how good He is, you know, it'd change our whole perspective. Yeah. You know, and business and personal, just everything we do. Um, how we pray for people, just all that kind of stuff. So I tried to share that as I learned it, you know, with, say, my Sunday school class. I taught children's church for a while, just stuff like that. So, which, you know, I taught about keys to the kingdom, you know, in Sunday school, and then it led into, um, heard another message. I know we'll get into it a little bit, but about... Living unoffended mm-hmm. at God. Mm-hmm. That one, that when you tell me you was going to talk about offense a little bit, that one got me because I, me too, that was a message that I heard that yeah. changed my life. <clears throat> yeah. So even at the time, it was a, you know, Brother Wayne had me share it, <laughs> you know, like on a either Wednesday night or Sunday night. I don't remember. Um, but just uh, something I'd never heard before. You know, going back to John the Baptist, mm. you know, being there, he was the one that leapt in, you know, his mother's womb when uh, she announced she was pregnant with Jesus. 
to all the way up. He's the one that actually baptized, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus there. The way Bill Johnson describes it, he opened the atmosphere spiritually for Jesus to come on the scene. You know, he preached uh, yeah. there. So during that time, and then he was, of course, arrested, and then he sent his followers to go ask Jesus who he says he is. You know, he, he pre even though he knew, he, he preached, you know, there's one coming whose shoes I can't tie. Right. And, you know, it, I'm not worthy to baptize him, right? And one coming is going to set the captives free. He's going to heal the sick, you know, make the blind see. So anyway, he sent his, you know, the story goes, sent his followers to uh, to ask Jesus who, ask him who he says he is. And when, so when they did that, of course, Jesus knew the deal, knew he was offended there because he was in prison. And even though he had preached, and Jesus is coming to set the captives free, here I am captive. So, right. So now I'm, yeah. I'm offended, mm-hmm. you know, which when we do that, we essentially put Jesus, you really put him on trial. Mm. And you make him, you know, you, you're really setting up. I mean, you're you're saying, you know, this is your fault. Why am I doing, why is this happening? You know, that kind of thing. So that was, uh, I think that's a huge deal in, you know, all families, all, for everybody, all walks of life, um, for all of us. So if we can ever get over that spirit of offense, there's things that's going to happen we can't explain and we don't have to. Right. So that's, and that's key. We have to be able to live in mystery. So, you know, everybody wants to. Want to know why? Want to know this? Want to know that? Some things that the Father's not saying it, you know, we can't explain it. We don't have an answer. We have to be able to live in mystery. You have to it. be able, without <clears throat> being offended. Because mm. Jesus tells them, you go back and tell him what you see. The blind see, the lame walk, you know, captives are being set free. And tell him, blessed is the one who's unoffended in me. So, um... You know, we see other examples of it, you know, when Paul and Silas were in prison there, they could have been offended. And more than likely, that ties God's hand. When you're offended like that, his hands are tied and he can't act a lot of times on our behalf. So just like when all Debbie stuff happened, you know, we can take that, you know, it didn't turn out maybe how I wanted it. Right. But... We can go into offense over that and say, God, why'd you do that? But he didn't. Right. Right. So, so there again, got to be able to live in mystery. Well, and like you were talking about God's goodness, his character, his core value is to love his children and Mm -hmm. to bless us and to bring joy and all the things. And so if you know his character and you know his core values and you are about his business, then you know better. You can see it for what it is. You know that that's, you know, we're in a fallen world. And um, Debbie's the one that gave me the book, Spirit of Offense, I think was the name of it. I feel like I was like 22 when I read it. But, and it wasn't even with the Lord. It was like with our brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. and people that we encounter. And, um, you know, once the enemy has you offended, then he has a foothold, right? And so we wrestle not against flesh and blood, and if we can see it for what it is and understand it's the schemes and the lies of the enemy, whether it's offense towards God, you know, mm-hmm. wherever it's, it takes you off track of his goodness. You said, um, 
at 15 years. Oh, I did not realize you had been here that long. <laughs> you a whole man. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, you said, I look back and I see God's goodness. And when you, mm-hmm. is it, I don't want to ask you how old you are. <laughs> 48. Okay. I'll be 45 this month and it's October. And I do not remember things like Shane does. Like, Shane can remember things from when he was two. Like, I don't know how he remembers things, but all of a sudden, Scott, I've been trying to study and really, you know, on the Father's love. But I'll have like little pockets of memories that I forgot about, and I see God's goodness because I wasn't saved until I was 19 here at this church. So, but I see God's goodness from when I was a little girl. Like, I knew who Jesus was. I saw my mama pray. My great uh, nanny, Tuck, was the only Christian that I knew. Like, really serving the Father. Um, He's showing me that. Like, hey, when you were sitting in North Carolina in the carport and you were, um, you know, sitting there playing with your Barbies, um, I remember His presence. Thing. Like, I remember him feeling Him, His goodness. I know that sounds so crazy and so random, but, like, I did not know that then. Are you doing that? Are you starting to see, like, hey, that's where His goodness, are you having memories come back to you, or are you just intentionally... When you say you see his goodness over the years, what do you mean by that? And just look back on tons of things, you know, or mm-hmm. silly things like you're talking about. Yeah. That, that seems silly. Yeah. At the time. But, you know, as a young kid, praying for stuff, asking for stuff. Yeah. And isn't it what you want it happen? Yeah. You know, and not knowing all the stuff you need to know. But mm-hmm. the my mom, my mom carried me to church. We would go <clears throat> periodically. Um, I thought it was the most boring thing, you know, ever, ever been to. Maybe Lincoln. It, We're trying to work on him. <laughs> it was it was boring for me back then. And when guys from the church, you know, um, Charlie Hall and oh yeah, Ronnie Ramsey, yeah. started coming to visit. Mm-hmm. And my dad liked to hunt, mm-hmm. so my dad worked every Saturday, so we hunted on Sunday. It yeah. was the only day. Huh. So. I knew if my dad started going to church, that would kill the hunting. So I didn't want my dad. That's bad. I didn't want my dad to go yeah. to church. Just don't talk to my dad. Yeah, please. But anyway, uh, thankful because all that happened, yeah. you know, and then my granddad got saved and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So, and that just, you know, turned into a bunch of good stuff. So, yeah. um, I remember the goodness of God. They're just something that you and I shared together. I don't know if you, um, I think I reminded you of this a while back, but when we had, um, when we were circling those who had cancer, Mm -hmm. do you remember that? And I don't remember what night it was. Maybe it was a Wednesday night. I can't remember, but we were here in the dwelling. Mm -hmm. um, And I was sitting um, by my friend Ashley and by, um, I don't remember who else I was sitting by, Doug. And just, you know, I remember you coming and when you walked up, you carry his goodness and his kindness. You, you The humility, the fruits of the spirit, you just do. And when you walked up and you prayed for Ashley and then you went and you prayed down, like I remember experienced the goodness of God, even in something that was that hard with all of those that were suffering from cancer and um. I don't know if I've told you that or not, but I just remember how much that's a memory for me that the Father gave me that I felt His love through you, through your prayers for my best friend. And she was encouraged by that. And so thank you for that because 
it's a big deal, Scott. It's yeah. a big deal. Well, I wanted them all to be healed. <laughs> Me too. You know, that was a, I think it's possible, and I think God wants okay. to do it. So I know it's nothing on his end, something, yeah. you know, it's it's nothing he put on them or nothing no, like that. No. So he doesn't give that kind of stuff. So, but I really believe, you know, he can, mm-hmm. he too. can certainly heal them. Anytime, and that's that's the things I want to see. Yeah, you know, we, those things should follow us. So that's what the word teaches. So, just like Bill's church is the church that hates cancer, mm-hmm. you know, I'd love for like we could be that, you know, over here. Amen. So, I'd love for people just to come in and, yep, you know, nobody has to pray, just God's presence here. They get healed. So yep. that was always. You know, always resonated with me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, I feel like praying for people like that. But yeah, just like anybody, I want to see results. I know. <laughs> yeah. You know, but but still, that's it's in God's hands. Yeah. Um, for the most part, we still have a part to play in it. Yep. You know, with how we you know how we believe and all that kind of stuff. So it, it we do play in the part in it. It's not yeah. just. Just them. So, you know, I, I like doing that kind of stuff. Well, I got a scripture, Psalm 27, 13. Um, goes back to that night when you were praying. I would have uh, lost heart unless I, w- I had believed that I would see the goodness of God, the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And even though, you know, what we wanted to see happen didn't pan out the way we wanted to on this side of heaven, like she's fully healed, right? Like she's living her best life. But the goodness of God in that situation was the love that you had through your prayer. And and I can't articulate on here. It's not that you just prayed. Like you oozed his character in his in every time you do that you do. And so it's evident that you spend time with the Father. It's evident that you're focusing on his goodness. It's evident that you try not to be offended. Um, I mean I see it in your daughter, in your wife, like you are the head and a leader at this church, and I mean that. I'm not just saying that. Like, we need more of that core value of the Father, the fruits of the Spirit. And so I experienced His goodness that night, and so did she. And she carried that love from those who prayed for her and encouraged her through that journey until she went home and was solid, like she just was. And so um, I know I try to... I'm trying to articulate to you that, but it was a big deal. So I love you for it. You know, that it's just been a journey really yeah. for, you know, talking about God's goodness again, you know, in work life from him, what, 2016 and give me a waking me up in the night, you know, which has never happened before or since and just give me a word greater. You know, we were kicking around some things. We were growing things to do. You know what we need to do, and then um, do we build? Do we look for land? You know, we needed something. Uh, God was really blessing, and uh, God, we were growing. Just didn't have enough room, and mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. Then for God to wake me up in the middle of the night, give me a verse. You know, greater is He that's in me is him, he, than He is in the world. I still didn't know at the time exactly what it meant. I had children's church that Sunday. Um, I was reading the lesson, you know, the first 
or first word in the second verse, it wasn't that verse, but it but the word was greater. Mm. And um so I was God, what in the world are you trying to show me here? And uh it was just that it was actually that next week, you know, this this building that we in now the contractor called me over and asked me to go look at it, you know, and then didn't seem possible at the time. Didn't seem like it, you know, it looks great, sounds great. But I don't, didn't think it could happen, you know, and then God just worked, started working all that stuff out. And it was a just really crazy how he did that. Yeah. Super crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, from, you know, didn't look like it was going to happen and everything I was trying to do to make it happen wasn't working. And then finally I got tired of it and I told God one day, I'm tired of it. I don't care if yeah. we don't ever. Yeah. If you want it to happen, you're gonna to have to make it happen. I'm. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. The next day, one of the brothers come by and sat down. You know, my partner with this. You know, questions he had. It was kind of holding things up. Mm-hmm. He was able to ask him direct, and then it. I mean, the atmosphere just cleared after that. It was like smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. And from that, you know, God just showed me that that was the greater, Mm -hmm. that he was, I mean, he really, you know, I was able to share that with my part, you know, partner in business and, and, you know, just being able to go into that with confidence, Yeah, you know, and this is what God, God's doing this. So I'm not worried about it. Yeah, because you already said I can't do like here. I cannot do it. So when he did that and then it's just been a awesome Unbelievable, um, seven years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then you know, saw God. He's, saw God. You know, yep, yep. We went from a small till now. We're you know we do work all over the country, and it's just him. Yep. Doing that, sharing our name and with the right people or whatever, and then it's just him. Really blessing, you know. Yeah. Bill Johnson was here, not Bill Johnson, Jack. Jack, yeah. Jack was here. Here, talking about. He was here during a tough time for our church. Yeah. When we had to um, financially struggling with some with the funds and mm-hmm. was having to make some rough decisions, and he sat in on a, a finance meeting, and you know, just really at the time, this was all pre. I mean, this was way before. The greater, yeah, and all that it was way before that. He just told me that God was looking for kingdom businesses to bless. So he said, "You're going to have to start running two shifts." And I'm like, "Okay, you know, if you say so, you know, we'll see." But I mean, it was I don't know four or five years later when all this really went down. So God's really, you know, brought that word to. To fruition. So kingdom business. And I'm reading um, a book, How to Worship a King. And he talks about kingdom culture. Mm-hmm. And that kingdom culture is we bow down before the Lord. But even like when Jesus got out of the boat, a man that was possessed by a demon came up and bowed and said, what do you want from me? If the demons bow, and if we're to bow in Jesus' name, you know, our culture in America, we don't bow. Like, you know, we, we got rid of that king. Remember that? Like, mm. we're not bowing. We won that war. And so 
I think our mentality, like to be humble and to honor and to respect. And honestly, there's, that's the reason why I feel like you're being blessed is because you are about the kingdom culture within your business and your family. And, and it's evident, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, you said honor. I think honor is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. The total, you know, it's one of the things they used to teach Sunday school. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the God's promises in the Bible is honor your mom and dad. You know, and he's going to do something for you. What is it? I mean, he'll tell you. He's going to give you a long life. So just like I talked to Dawson, uh, he honored his dad super well. Yeah. So <clears throat> just things like that. Yeah. I think honor is a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not a norm. No. No. And it's, it, for me, I'm a sensitive soul. Like, I try not to be. <laughs> But when I see dishonor, especially within the church family, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And it could just be the, your person that you're sitting beside, you know, honor one another above yourself. Like, you know, all those things. And just, I don't know, it's, it is hard and it's not what the Father wants for us. And so studying on that honor and humility, I mean, that's been my word for the last couple of years. Like, what does it really mean to be humble in you know, the Father has a lot of examples about humility in the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So study on that and study on His love and being about kingdom culture and not our culture that's stagnant and dying. Like it's not, you know, mm-hmm. so, yeah. So the goodness of God and the offense. You want to speak anything else on offense? Just to reiterate, I guess, how critical, Yeah. you know, Another word teaches take all thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. Where do they come from? Is it good? Right. You know where it came from? Is it bad? You know where, where it, came it came from? from. So <clears throat> just being super careful, trying to think, you know, there's a lot of things that come up, especially in business and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe somebody's not paying or, you know, different things, you know, and there's so many uh, Opportunities for offense, yeah. you know, and just really thinking about those things, you know, and thinking about the word, yeah, remembering, mm-hmm. you know, what God says. I mean, because yeah. a lot of times I may be offended with you, but really, who am I really offended with? Right. Is it really you yeah. or am I offended with God? Mm. Because mm-hmm. something's, you know, mm-hmm. something's happened or something didn't go my way or. Oh, that's good. You know, so, yeah, offense is a huge, huge deal. Yeah, I wrote this one down because I know, uh-oh, <laughs> do not take to heart all the things that people say. Least you hear your servant cursing you. Your heart knows that many times you yourself have cursed others, Ecclesiastes. 721 through 22, and I thought about that. Like, sometimes you just, in conversation with Shane is usually who I'm talking to, and then you hear yourself, and then I can't even believe that happened. And I'm like, mm, yeah, you know what I mean. And it's little things. It's not anything mm-hmm. that's huge, but it don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not how he's called us to be. So offense is a big one. And focusing on the goodness of God. Yeah. And I say that in your life big time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, had good teachers. You had good teachers. That 
great teachers. Mm-hmm. Good mom and dad, great teachers. Great mom, mom and dad, and dad. didn't go to church. You yeah, know. let's go back to that one more time. So yeah. you didn't want your dad because Sunday, because y'all was needed to hunt. Right. How'd that pan out for you? <laughs> you know, yeah. we still wind up. We wind up going hunting on Saturdays a lot. It, God worked yeah. all that out. Yeah. yeah. When I was thinking that there goes the hunting. Well, that, somebody needs to hear that. I saw I said that. How'd that work out for you? So we still hunt. It's just on Saturday. So thankfully, you know, my dad got in church. Got yes, saved. Yes, he did. <laughs> Which, like I said, that led to my granddad and wow. just a snowball kind of deal. Yeah. You know, for <clears throat> led down the line, and, mm. you know, and just added to the kingdom. But guys like Ronnie Ramsey, mm-hmm. you know, were huge, you know. Mm-hmm. So another excellent Sunday school teacher, by the way. Yes. Yeah, you had some good ones. Yeah, he, he was, Ronnie's great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Ed's excellent. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mitchell, Leonard Mitchell, he was excellent. Miss Debbie was, yeah. she taught singles. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, you don't get much better. No. So, yep. And yeah. examples for us, mm-hmm. for the ones that are coming up, right? We don't have to be perfect, but you got to spend time with the Father. Somebody's got to fill the shoes. Got to fill the shoes. Some mm. big shoes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> We try. Yes. We try. Well, I appreciate. Is there anything else that you want to share? Are you... <clears throat> no, not really. That's just a message. Yeah. God's, God's really good. It's not just okay. good to me. I mean, he's good he's to all of us. just good. I'm trying to see if I have more scripture. I know, you know, I've got notes. Scott doesn't have notes. He's just talking because he's just got it. Um, I do love this one. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yep. And so, surely, he said, surely, he'll follow me all the days of my life. That's right. Yeah. So pay attention. Focus on it. He's in the details. Love wins. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I want to tell you, thank you again. You're welcome. I mean it, because I have a little one in church, and he notices. He's very intuitive. He's a mess. But he knows. And so... You will be his Ronnie Ramsey and Ed and Debbie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, do you mind praying for us? <clears throat> Father, again, we just want to thank you and praise you again for who you are. Thank you, uh, God, that uh, for your goodness. Yeah. And uh, God, just showing us um, all throughout just how good you really are. Yeah. And God, we just thank you and praise you for that. Duke, um, as you watch over us, we'll keep it in our minds uh, all the time. The spirit of offense is a big deal. Yeah. God, when we're offended, it spiritually ties your hands, and you're not able to mm-hmm. kind of to act on our behalf. And uh, so, God, we just pray and thank you, thank you for yeah. um, for this time. And and God, we just thank you. Hopefully, uh, maybe there's one that yeah. gets a little out of it. Yes. And uh, I'm not a great speaker, but God, I I know that uh, that you'd want your um, people to hear um, kind of what you're doing. Um, it's always good to concentrate on what God is doing. Amen. You got to get your mind off kind of things you think He's not, and focus on what He is. And Lord, we just thank You and praise You again for who You are, Amen. And what You did for us on the cross in Jesus' name. Amen.